eat food on microphone. Will not eat food on microphone. And even more magical button pushing. Okay, there. How's things? Good. Did you sing right. the Calling Beth song? Not this time, no. I uh, repeated the mantra that I will not eat food on the microphone. <laughs> I have this delicious croissant. Oh. So I'm trying to remind myself to aim it away from me while I chew. Yeah. It seems a shame to let that go to waste. Yeah, I'm still going to eat it. I'm well, yeah, going to but... try not to eat it into the microphone. I'm going to try to eat it while you're talking. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you're still going to eat it right now? Yes. Just not while you talk? Yes. So that nobody can hear me making food noises. I appreciate that. No, well, I'm a nice person. My drink tastes a little bit like Kool-Aid. What? Which flavor was that? It is gin with violet liqueur. Oh, natural okay. lemon thyme flavor and certified color. So it tastes like Kool-Aid though, that's kinda of sad. It tastes a little bit like Kool-Aid. I had it last week and it tasted fine, but this week it tastes a little bit like Kool-Aid. Yeah, I I don't think gonna... I noticed the blue color last time. <laughs> or it's I had pretty put, blue. Well I, okay, here's the thing. I had put I have plastic ice cubes like from the sixties. Mm-hmm. that are, like, filled with water, and then you just use them as ice, and then it doesn't dilute your drink. Which is a smart idea. Yeah, I enjoy them. Um, and they were blue, so mm-hmm. I thought the blue color of the drink was because of the ice cubes. Mm. But now I discovered that, no, the drink is, in fact, a Very shocking blue. shade of bright blue. It is extremely blue, yeah. And it's it's slightly off-putting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it tastes okay, but I think the color, it looks so much like blue Kool-Aid that it now tastes like blue Kool-Aid. You know, food coloring really puts me off. Yeah. And I don't really see that it was necessary. I don't think it is necessary to be honest with you. I mean, I know that they do it because it, it makes kids more interested in it. But, like, why put it in adult drinks? I yeah. think we're all capable of enjoying something now without it having to be brightly colored. Yeah. I prefer it to not be brightly colored. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've heard that, and this is this is just secondhand information that I've never checked in on, but I've heard that food coloring can have different effects on um, like ha- like how people feel, particularly people who are taking different types of meds or have even like it'll it'll affect kids with learning disabilities. Like hmm. my, my the person who told me about this, she is barking. He's joining in. Um, the person who told me about this, she said that it part like red food coloring apparently has a really strong effect on kids with ADHD. I do not know if this is an actual thing. I'm just repeating something that a friend told me randomly. So <laughs> I don't I don't want to don't take my word for science, but <laughs> but I believe it. I, I mean, yeah. I just I do for some. I mean, it's like orange food coloring in particular really bugs me. 
Yeah. But apparently blue dye is really is a, a problem for you. Yeah. <laughs> actually really so my favorite Gatorade flavor I I don't actually know the name of it. It's just the the diet light blue Gatorade. It's light blue flavored. <laughs> like ice or something. There is one yeah. where it's just called like ice blue. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> She's no like, clue okay, what it's actually supposed to taste like. It's yeah. flavored. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like when I purchased these cocktails online, I had them delivered because we live in a we live in a horrible time yet wonderful time where things can be delivered to your door, including liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. It, I'm sure the description did not include certified color in it, but it is, in fact, on the can. I'm sure they have to put it. Yeah, that's upsetting. But I'm thinking next time I'll just get the straight-up liquor from this place because I want to support it because it's a local Huntington Beach distillery. Right. Um, and the cocktails, the cocktails taste good, but I think next time I'll stick with just, like, a bottle of gin. I'm honestly a little bit sad because I think of all of the flavors in that variety pack that you showed me, that one's the one that I was the most looking forward to hearing about. Yeah. And now it's like Kool-Aid and I'm sad. Yeah. Like I said, I drank it last week and I loved it. Right. But I I didn't notice the blue color. Yeah. I'm just drinking regular wine. Well, finished, red or white. finished off a bottle of Petit Verdot that I'd opened. Um, the other day, and then so it's one glass of red, and then I had a white in the fridge that's some sport, sort of Spanish varietal from that mistake box from that one oh, wine, yeah. um, and it's actually not bad. And I'm I'm trying to finish off that bottle now. Um, it's okay, but it's white. I really just don't yeah. think I have the taste buds for white wine anymore. I was drinking a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc earlier in the week, and I finally just said, like, I don't want to finish it off. Yeah. Because I just don't care enough to. It's only yeah, okay. That's funny because, like, that's actually one of my favorite varietals of white wine. It's like, usually mine, too, but I just yeah. didn't feel like it didn't – it wasn't it just, hitting it wasn't any cravings. Hitting. Yeah. See, that's exactly how I – I'm said. well, it's not just that. I, mean, I really have actively had a couple of whites in the last – couple of months where I've just been like, no, I hate this. Like, this is genuinely, there was one bottle that I got in that mistake box that I actually, I took one drink of it and dumped the entire bottle down the drain because it was so oh. It's just That's like, this is not good. And yeah, I was, I was sad. Oh my God. So this one's not bad. Whatever this one is, some sort of random Spanish white, it's decent. Totally random, but there was a I'm thought trail here. here. Yeah. Um, when you were a kid, did you ever try dyeing your hair with Kool-Aid? I did not ever do that. No, my mom <laughs> would have killed me. <laughs> me and my sister definitely attempted dyeing our hair with Kool-Aid when <laughs> we were, like, young adolescents, like preteen years. How'd that go? It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we just made a mess and maybe had our hair a different color for, like, Half a day. <laughs> yeah, suppose I could see if you used the red. Yeah, I think it was green or blue or something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it didn't work on my hair because I have dark hair. But yeah, I was gonna say. I yeah. mean, even if I had my sister was blonde, so 
yeah, it wouldn't have done anything for me because I had, I had almost black hair when I was really little. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never tried that. My mom mm-hmm. would have been very upset. Particularly with the mess that it would make. Are you for there? Sure. I'm still oh, here. Okay. I was taking a drink. Oh, I'm okay. still drinking it. It's, it's <laughs> weird, but I'm still drinking it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, um, we didn't really, like, we we picked this topic last minute because this is our quarantine life. Yeah. But we didn't really set any sort of a format for it. No, not that we've been formatting as of late. Not really, but, you know, like, some of the things we've we've come up with, like, two or three discussion topics. Right. We didn't even do that with this one. We were just like, let's talk about no. the 90s because we love We're it. We're going to freeball it. Yep. Totally just going. Things that we miss about the 90s because can we please go back there? Life was so much better in the 90s. Life was I would, in the 90s. I would love to be my age now in the 90s. Yeah, actually, I'm super in the 90s fashion. Yeah. Still. I, I mean, I, Really big chunky shoes and spaghetti strap tank tops. Yeah, but like partially goth. Yep, I'm I'm super with, but like also with floral prints. Yeah, I'm really super into grunge too. I love the grunge. I love the spaghetti straps. I love the high waisted pants and crop tops. Oh yeah, high waisted pants. I don't know why those went out of style. This is the worst time. See, that's why it was terrible being, like, early adulthood in the early 2000s. Oh, gosh, yeah, the freaking terrible. super the low-rise jeans. Super, super low-rise jeans. I See, if, it. if I had been either in my, like, early 20s now or in the 90s, I would have been fine, and I would have been super hot. But as it was, like, I didn't have the figure conducive to, like, super low-rise pants, like, hanging down past my crotch. I mean, I I pulled it off, but I, it was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You just, like, constantly feel like your butt is going to, like, fall out of your pants. I just always felt like I had, like, rolls, like, hanging over the edge of my pants, unless I, like, really sucked it in. Yeah. You know, but I'm always going to have my little lower pooch. I didn't always have, like, well, I always had, like, a curve there, but it didn't hang over my pants. Yeah, and I mean, it's not, and it's definitely not like it didn't hang, now. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was there, and it was noticeable, and I had to suck it in. <laughs> yeah, now I'm, now I'm fat. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that in, like, an offensive way. I'm, uh, it's just a descriptor. I am severely overweight, and it's okay. You've made peace with yourself and your body. Well, I mean, you know, there's times when I wish I wasn't severely overweight, but it's more along the lines of I wish I was healthy. Mm-hmm. That, that's mostly it. But, yeah, it's, uh, it, it does make for fashion choices being difficult. But it is easier now than it was in the early 2000s. Sorry, I got distracted. My husband was giggling about the cats, and I don't, I don't know what was happening, but there was cats and giggling. 
so we, yeah, so we can agree the fashion is nice and we miss the fashion. Although um, I don't miss the butterfly clips, but I did <laughs> get them for my daughter and put them in her hair. So <laughs> I have like the modern equivalent of butterfly clips, which I wear. I mean, those clips aren't modern. We used those back in the 90s too. <laughs> Yeah, those metal ones that I used to put my hair up with, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. The claw, yeah, they're claw like clips. Yeah, little claw clips. I still yeah. use those all the time. I I love those. Did you ever have the teeny, 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 tiny claw clips that really you know serve it. no purpose but to move one tiny yeah. strand of hair over to the side? The whole purpose <laughs> for those things was to hold your itty-bitty, tiny cornrow braids. Yeah. Like... Back that you, that you right rolled, rolled, rolled in with, like, hair gel and hairspray? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, did, I did that a lot. In fact, I think I might have a school picture with my hair like that. <laughs> I want to say it was in middle school. Could be wrong. It's entirely possible. We all do. I don't think I ever wore butterfly clips or claws in my hair for a school picture. I definitely did. I, I'm pretty sure I have at least one picture of me wearing claw clips. I'm pretty sure pictures. you do. Yeah. You also like had, had you hair. also had one that had like in a one of those like accordion style headband things. Yeah. <laughs> Legit had one of those. The like circle I one. I was I wore that when I was growing my bangs out. Yeah. I always tried to wear them, and I always hated them because my hair is so thin. It's not full. So I just mm-hmm. ended up with these little tiny strands that just, like, spouted up. <laughs> and so it didn't look like – it didn't give me, like, this fullness that it gave normal people. It just gave me, like, these weird stringy doodads all over no, my I head. I totally, totally rocked those headbands during that, middle school. And, and I know Tanya had these is the the headbands that looked kind of like a bra strap. Oh, yeah, they're really thin, like they were just like elastic. Yeah, actually, you know, Tanya and I used to make those together. We would put, like, we would sew buttons on them and stuff. We thought we were real cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a couple of those. Oh, man. She sent me a picture uh, the other day that she found the old uh, Shakespearean word magnets that we had in our locker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. She's like, do you recognize these? I'm like, of course I recognize those. Those are the best (laughs) of all the lockers. (laughs) We had good times in the 90s. We had really good times in the 90s. Remember that time... Wait, go for it. So I was saying, just for context, like how old we were in the 90s, this is like basically our entire childhood and early teens. So like age 5 to 15. Yeah. The good years in life. Yeah. It was 4 to 14 for me, but yeah. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, uh, I was just thinking about that year that we went as the three blind mice. Right. For Halloween. And the two of you ended up in the yearbook, but not me. <laughs> I know. How did that even happen? <laughs> I mean, you two obviously had a class together that I wasn't in where they took the picture. <laughs> it was in the hallway. We were in was the it? class. Was it? Yeah, Tanya and I had, um, I think that year Tanya and I had all of our classes together. 
<laughs> like, I don't know how that worked out, but magically we got almost all of our classes together that year. And I had, like, two. Yeah. I know we had English together. Yeah, you were in English with us. Mm-hmm. You were in English with Tanya and I, and you were in drama with me. Yes. And I'm trying to think of what other class I had you in, if I had you in any other. I think that's it. Yeah. Science? I don't think we were ever in science together. I think as soon as we got to junior high, I don't remember. I don't remember science in junior high. Tanya and I had science together in junior high because we had Stark together. Did we all three have Stark together in eighth grade? Stark, he was junior high. Yeah, we all had Stark together in eighth grade. And then in ninth grade, Tanya and I TA'd for him. And I TA'd in a different class. Right. Yeah. And TA back then was basically just like, we messed around for a whole period and got credit for it. I actually built his website for him. Oh, we didn't do that. We played in the sand. Well, I didn't have anybody else to hang out with, so it was just me. And he, you guys usually had the class before me, so you prepped everything. Oh, did we? We prepped things? Yeah. (laughs) You did? No, I mean, we did things, okay. We experiments for him, and then I didn't have to prep the experiments because you guys had already done it, so I worked on his website. Yeah, there were two distinct memories I have of TAing for Mr. Stark. And one was he had a giant, like, it's basically a giant plastic trash can mm-hmm. full of sand that he used mm-hmm. for this experiment, this series of experiments every yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and he came back to the back room clearly to ask Tanya and I to do something, and we were just playing in the sand. He stopped, and he looked at us, and he just shifted his head and walked back out. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh and he always got so annoyed because every time he was like, oh, this needs to go to the office, we'd both go. And it's like, no, only one of you needs to go. Oh, it's okay. We'll both go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had this running joke about us being, like, attached at the hip. Yeah. And we wrote a card for him for something. Maybe it was for Christmas or I have no idea what. But we drew a picture of the two of us atta- literally attached at the hip. And one of his students in another class, he showed it to them. And it was like, wait, so are they really attached to the hip? <laughs> who, who was the one who drew the picture of you guys in his classroom, though? Somebody painted it on the wall above his office. I have no memory of that. Not me. I'm pretty sure that happened. No. I, I painted I, a whale in I the hallway. I the whole time just eating his licorice stash and working on his website. <laughs> And that was it. I'm pretty sure we played internet games. Yeah. That sounds about right. No, there was a boy who TA'd with me. Now that I think of it, I don't remember who it was. Yeah. No memory. No. Mm-mm. I uh, I TA'd a lot in school. <gasps> we were kids. <laughs> well, in, in high school, you couldn't get full credit for a TA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got around that, and I was a peer tutor. In multiple classes, so I was actually just a tutor in different classes, so that's how I got around it. But really, I was yeah. just a fancy TA for uh, Mr. Beck. Here tutored for Mrs. Davison's third-year Spanish class. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that one year, too. Oh, man. But we digress. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm getting the 90s. It all happened in the 90s. 
<laughs> no, some of this happened in the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. That did happen yeah. in the early 2000s. Yeah, it, it switched over to the, what was it? High school uh, was all 2000s for us. That's wasn't right. It? That's right. So ninth well, grade on. for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ninth grade on. Yeah. So, so really eighth grade and earlier. We yeah. should stick to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever have a Tamagotchi? Oh, you know it. I had three. Did you really? I really Con- did, yeah. Concurrently? Yeah. I almost feel like I don't know that I had a Tamagotchi. I think I had a Gigapet. I had I had both. I had a Tamagotchi. I had a Tamagotchi and two Gigapets. Yeah. What's the one where it like turned into an alien? I don't even remember. Maybe I think no. I think I had a Tamagotchi. I think this and then the Gigapet was like a cat or something like that. Yeah, the Gigapets were just dogs and cats. So I had two Gigapets. I had a dog and a cat, and the Tamagotchi was like an alien. Yeah, it was like not a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. When I had it, it was when I was living in these the um, Eastmont townhouses, Mm -hmm. and I carpooled with Brittany Wolk. And another person whose name I can't remember. Um, I think it was Brittany Wilkes' mom driving, and, like, they had a giant Suburban, kind of like the one Tanya's parents had. Oh, and yeah. it, was, it was a winter, and we were driving up, like, a hilly street, and it hit some ice. And we swerved into the other lane, and they hit us. Oh, and it wow. was, like, the most traumatizing. I mean, we, barely, we weren't hurt at all. <laughs> But of course, we all got sent home. Like, no, don't go, don't go to school. Go home. You could be in shock, and da 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 da, and like you could have whiplash, and mm-hmm. it was like a whole big thing. But I just remember the whole time. Like, I got home and I was like, oh, I haven't checked on my Tamagotchi the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it hadn't died. Yeah, I had mine chained on my backpack at school, and I actually got in trouble in class once. I'd finished all my assignments and had nothing to do, so I was just sitting there feeding my Tamagotchi, or my, it was my Gigapets, because it was mm-hmm. my dog, if I remember correctly. And my teacher sent me to, well, she did not, she didn't actually send me to detention. She threatened to send me to detention, and then she sent my friend, well, you remember Kelly? Mm-hmm. She sent Kelly to detention. <laughs> did we have detention? Yeah, there was detention in middle school. I had, was it like the lunchtime detention? Yes, it was lunchtime okay. detention. I think yeah. I had that once for gum chewing. One time, uh, my, one of my history teachers sent me because I went to the bathroom without his permission. Because mm. I went up and asked him for permission, and he said no. And I was like, well, I'm going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was like you got like 10 minutes to eat lunch, and then you had to go and just work on schoolwork. Uh, yeah, actually, if I remember correctly, I I was required to take my lunch in the detention room. Possibly. I don't recall. Yeah. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I only went once because I was a brown noser. <laughs> yeah, I was a brown noser too, but my... I also had the tendency to talk a lot during class. Like, I, mm. I talked to my friends a lot during That's class. how I got and put then, on step two. Yeah. Oh see, my that's god, how talking, I, talking about right, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> make your day. There's nothing more so. 90s than make your day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you, I wonder if they still do that in schools anywhere. I hope not. It was terrible. It was really stupid. 
And the worst part was, so like for those of you who aren't familiar with Make Your Day, it's basically, it's a point system where every like period or in elementary school, it was like every like so often you would, um, everybody would give themselves points for that time period of like for how well they did out of 45. So if you were like talking excessively, you'd be like, oh, well, I got 42 points for talking. And if you lost more than 10 points in a day, then you uh, didn't make your day and you got like a note sent home and it was like, but then the worst part was is that after everybody assigns themselves points, you would ask if there's any concerns and other students would be able to say, oh, well, so-and-so is talking to me a lot. I think they should get points taken away. Did somebody ever do that in your classes? Nobody ever did that in mine. I don't like, remember in like of unspoken mm, like I'm not going to narc rule. Not in middle school, but in elementary school there was, and this like literally this haunts me to this day because I know I participated. Is there was a kid in class that now looking back and knowing what I know now, he very clearly had ADHD. Oh, it's so obvious now. Or yeah. some similar, like, learning disability. Like, he, like, was very hyperactive. He could not sit still. He was very, like, distractible. And literally every time his name came around in concerns, everybody raised their hands. And I oh. know I raised my hands a time or two. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, he's just like, he wouldn't stop talking or he wouldn't do this. And it's just like, it haunts me to this day because it was like it was just this system that allowed us to like degrade him and I just like I think so much about like how is that guy doing now like yeah. I hope he's okay I hope we didn't all damage him too bad they didn't have make your day at Eastmont in the elementary ages they had it in uh, Wenatchee in the elementary ages yeah, well, they, uh, Eastmont adopted it from Wenatchee. Wenatchee put it into play first, and mm-hmm. then Eastmont followed suit. And then Eastmont was like, no, this doesn't work, and nope. left it before Wenatchee did. Yeah, um, like, when did we have it? We had it in junior high, and that's it? Just junior high, that was it, yeah. Yeah, and that was, it was in Mr. Stark's class that I got put on step one for talking. And then I got he put, put on me, step two. He because, put me on steps for talking, too. <laughs> yeah, and then I got put, because there was somebody else on steps near me, and we were, like, making eyes. Maybe it was you. We were like making eyes at each other, and so I got put on step two. And that was that was that was the thing is like in class, if like you were misbehaving or doing something wrong, you would be put on step one, which is like you sit in a chair, in a corner, basically. You get put on timeout. Yeah. And then step two is you have to stand, and then step three is you stand with like the, the motto, which is like a like I don't have the right to disrupt the learning or safety of myself or other students or something like that. Yeah. And so, and then step four is, like, being sent to the principal's office. Like, automatically yeah. don't make your day. So, step uh, two so is the farthest I've ever gone. I made it to step four once. Mm-hmm. So, you want to know what happened? <laughs> so, my, uh, my te- it was my geography teacher. Uh, Mr. Payne. Put me on steps for talking, but I wasn't talking. He thought it was me, but it was the girl next to me. Yeah. Um, so when he came back to ask me if I had, um, if oh, I that's knew right. why I they was on step one. come back and ask you. Yes. They come back and they ask you, why are you on step one? Do you think you deserve to be on step one? And I told him no, because I wasn't talking and he was wrong. And he got mm-hmm. mad at me, put me on step two. And at that point in time, it was like, oh, so we're going to play this game then. So he like, came okay. back after step two and he was like, okay, well... Um, you, you know, you've been on step two now for whatever. It's like 10 minutes, I want to say. Like, step one is five minutes. Step two is 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
and then step three was or whenever they remember to come and check on you <laughs> right and then step three was like the rest of the class and then four was four was you were sent to the principal's office mm-hmm. and every time he came back to me i i said no i didn't learn my lesson because i was not talking <laughs> and so he sent me to the principal's office went to the principal's office uh, he called me in. He was like, why were you sent to step four? I told him, and he was like, that's ridiculous. Go back to class. <laughs> and I, he let me make my day that day, too. <laughs> he actually yelled at the geography teacher, like, this is a waste of my time. Well, he was a terrible <laughs> geography teacher. He was really one of the worst geography. He was actually one of the worst teachers I had. Right. I had a lot of really good teachers, but I had, like, two or three really, really dumb idiot teachers who were actually yeah. just football coaches who were teaching because they wanted to coach. Well, what did Mr. Payne do? Like, he didn't, like, he wasn't a coach, was he? Uh, No, he was a pedophile. Right. And he drove that weird little cart that wouldn't go in reverse, so he had yeah. to park in that spot that went uphill so that yeah. he could let it roll back down. Yeah. Yeah, he was weird. Yeah. And creepy, and, he, and they didn't fire him. And, and this is why our entire geography education completely consisted of him showing slides of different places him and his family had gone around the world. Well, and uh, oftentimes nude beaches. He thought that was acceptable. Oh, my gosh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to leave that one in there, but you know, it's fine. This is a nude yeah. beach. He didn't get fired. Ugh. I still to this day don't understand it. Like it just it, it completely baffled me. Mm-hmm. Well, it was <laughs> like, the nineties. <laughs> yeah, it, that's true. It was the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I'm really bad at geography, and that's probably why. Like, I'm not even good at geography in my own country, let alone world geography. Dude, I feel so embarrassed. I took one of those like Buzzfeed quizzes. And all it was was naming states and capitals. That's really hard. I don't know my capitals. Dude, I really don't know my capitals, but turns out I I also don't know some of my Midwestern states. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever like, do the one where one it's like... Minnesota and which yeah. one is Wisconsin? I don't know. <laughs> I could actually tell you which one is Wisconsin because it's right by Indiana. Right? I know which one is Michigan. Me too. The Mint. I live there. Michigan's got a like funky chunk to it, so that's all. Yeah. I mean, it's got the, the extra. It's got the extra piece and the mitten. That's it's why the we, mitten you, with the extra piece. Yeah. Exactly. If you live in Michigan, especially if you live in mainland Michigan, mm-hmm. the way to describe where you live to other people is where you live on the hand. It's like oh, oh so well, like, I live. If you live I live in the thumb. Yeah, I live kind of like by like the thumb. Huh. Or, like, I live, like, kind of near, like, the, you know, the the side of the hand. You know, like, it's, that is, like, oh, it's, like, yeah, it's by the thumb. Yeah. Or it's, like, yeah. oh, I live in, like, the upper part. Oh, also, I think I got Vermont and Connecticut switched. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But, yeah. I usually but, um, always get Rhode Island right because it's the smallest. I'm a little ashamed, though, honestly, right? because it was, like, oh, I should know this. Yeah, like if you gave me a whole map of the United States and just tell me to name all the states where they are, and I'm like, I'm... 
Especially everything in the middle. Well, really everything from, like, Colorado over. No, I think I'm the perfect example of an American who would not, in fact, pass the citizenship exam. Right. And that makes me really sad. (laughs) When I was in college, I worked in a testing and tutoring center, and one of the things that we administered was the U.S. Constitution test. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's requ- it's a requirement. It was, I don't know if it still is. It was a requirement for teachers to take it. And it is so specific about, like, especially amendments and things like that, mm-hmm. that we always told people, like, it's, like you need to study for this. Cause so when they would call to schedule it, it was, like, outside people. It's like, if you call to schedule it, we'd be like, well, have you studied? Do you have the suggested book? If you mm-hmm. haven't studied, it's unlikely you'll pass. It is very specific. It is harder than the citizenship test test and that's mm-hmm. what people like there was some there's one guy that came that told me he like came out of it and he was like i don't think i passed he's like i just took my citizenship test and this was harder yeah so random factoid yeah i think that would be pretty hard yeah just thinking about what i, I know about the constitution i don't know the amendments yeah i couldn't list the amendments i could tell you like a few key ones like the First I, Amendment and the Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. I don't even know which one the voting one is. Yeah. Do you? Maybe we should. Maybe oh we gosh. should challenge each other. What if you and I attempt to like pick a pick a subject every week, not for the podcast necessarily, just for our own personal selves. Pick a subject every week and one of us teaches and one of us is the student. Like a PowerPoint? Or yeah. a Zoom? Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, that'd and, be fun. And we could learn stuff. It's like every two weeks I have like a little topic that I give you a little lesson on. Yeah. I bet we get other people involved. Oh, 100%. I know we could get other people involved. Done. And then, and then it would be even less work. Right, exactly. We would only have to take like <laughs> one week a month or whatever. <laughs> Done. Oh, my gosh, we're doing this. I like it. I'm excited. That'll be cool. There was like a – I've seen them go around every every now and then. It's like people who have parties where the whole point of the party is everybody has to come prepared with like a five-minute five PowerPoint presentation and then at the end, everybody votes so on, like, the favorite PowerPoint presentation. And it can be on, like, yeah. any topic. Right. You could do – I could do one about my cat. Exactly. You could do one about your cat. I would totally do that, too. And I'm like, I kind of want to do that someday. Um, yes. And also, <laughs> yes. So next time I visit Washington. But, you know, we could even do it – I mean – Virtually. We could do it through Zoom. Yeah. 100% could. It's Dude. even more conducive to Zoom. Right? Okay, so maybe maybe I'm not giving this time period that we're currently in enough credit. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's allowing for increased hangouts from a far distance. True. True. Which is exactly okay. what we really needed. It is. It totally is. But, All right. But in the nineties, what have we talked about so far? We've talked about school a lot. Yeah, and fashion. We talked about fashion. Music. Can we talk can we talk about uh how much I loved um right now I can't remember the name of the band. They're Australian. 
Oh, uh, silver? Silver chair? No, but I love silver chair. I know you do. Um, Switchfoot. No, but I also love Switchfoot, but they were not 90s. But they're Australian, aren't they? I don't know. Um, The Chicka Cherry Cola. Oh, Savage Garden. Thank you. Yeah. Did you know that the lead singer to that was actually like an elementary school teacher before he before really? he became Yeah, he was. Oh my god. School teacher. Yeah. I love that band. I also used to listen to that band so much. I used to listen to that band with you so much. Yeah, we did. I need to We try to harmonize. To listen to it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did a good job every once in a while. We did a pretty decent job. Yeah. <laughs> It's good stuff. Now I'm going to have to go look at the Savage Garden again. I know, right? It yeah. was like there were two particular albums. There was the one that had like the, um, ooh, I love you, I don't know if I want you, but ooh, I'm dying to find out. Uh, There's yeah, that one. That, that was their biggest one. That one also had I Want to Stand With You on a Mountain and I Knew Truly I Loved badly You Before TV. I Met You. Yeah. And then there was this second album that came out that had the like the like animal song. Yeah, nice. I own both of those. And then um, there was the two beds and a coffee machine, which still haunts me. Two beds and a coffee machine is such a good song, right? It's like and one of those songs that tells such a story. Well, and that's the thing; like, you never really realize. I think when you're a kid listening to that thing, like it wasn't until we got into high school that we really stopped to think about that song was about domestic violence. Yep. It's hardcore. It's a good song. Yeah. And there was the one that was like super upbeat. That was like, a, um, it was like an, it was like affirmation or something like that. I think it was called affirmation. Affirmation was the name of that album. Oh, and then the main song that was, like, their first release was, like, the, it's like, I believe. The song was the first one off of Affirmation. Was it? Well, then the second one was, the like, like, I believe in karma, what you give is what you get received. Oh, man. (laughs) Now I'm really, yeah. I believe you can appreciate real love till you've been burned. You want to know what's a really, really, that we're on the topic of 90s bands that, were like only '90s bands. Mm-hmm. Marcy Playground. Did they have any song other than Sex, Sex and Candy? Candy? Nothing that made it. To, they were definitely like they were a one hit. But that album was actually super good. Yeah. And it's kind of sad that that was the only song yeah. that made it to. Um, I love that song. I still listen to that song. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamiroquai, uh Virtual Insanity. I have to hear this. Sing it. Uh, um, gosh. I don't know. Devin, sing Virtual <laughs> Insanity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Futures made of virtual insanity. They'll always seem to get up on this love we had now. What's yeah, I don't know that song. No, you've got to know that song. Okay, I'm sure if I heard it, I would hear it, but... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I heard it, I would hear it. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's... uh, it, it was... A, okay, you remember that uh, ballet movie? 
um, center stage. Yes. I own it. That. I've watched it many, many times. <laughs> it, the song is in that. Which scene? Oh, I don't know. I love that. I love that movie. Let's talk about movies now. Okay. <laughs> Center stage. I love that movie. <laughs> right? I do, too. I haven't watched that in a really long time. Clueless. I love that movie. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to dress like Cher for a much larger chunk of my life than I should admit. Right? So I decided one year, it was, I think it was, I was in fifth grade. I told my mm-hmm. dad, he was like, oh, what do you guys want to be for Halloween? And I was like, oh, I want to be Cher. <laughs> oh, and he thought Cher <laughs> he like. Came, he came home one time and he was like, oh, I was at the store and I found this wig that I thought would be great for your Cher costume. <laughs> and it was like wig. this really long straight black wig, and I was like, Dad, what are you talking about? Cher is blonde. <laughs> and he also, totally did not get it. <laughs> that is the movie that started my love affair with Paul Rudd. And oh, my God, I still love him to this day. Yeah, it has not ended. I I mean, it, Paul it, Rudd. it helps that he looks exactly the same. I know he does. What's up with that? He hasn't aged I just watched the Parks and Rec uh, reunion coronavirus special that they did. And, and he, was he, he there? He opens it up. Yeah, he opens up the special as his character. Oh the, uh, the the really stupid heir to yes. the candy fortune. Something so new, good. Jimmy Newport. Yes. So good. <laughs> I'm just like, why is he still the exact same human being that he yeah. was? <laughs> well, and every time I look at him now, like in Avengers, he just reminds me of the 90s. He really does. I mean, he kind of exemplifies. He's just always going to be Josh to me. Will, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, Clueless is, I love, and you know, so many people didn't know Clueless was based off of Emma. Right. Which it makes me laugh even harder because yes. it really doesn't, I mean, if you, if you, if you didn't know, then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and they use one of, like, literally Elton is Mr. Elton. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. But, yeah, I love that movie. My favorite part is when they're in the, she's in the, like, so her stepbrother and the guy, the girl she's dating picks her up from the valley when Mm -hmm. she's held at gunpoint, which, by the way, I've been to that convenience store. It is in the valley. Yes. <laughs> it's, well, it's in North Hollywood. Um, and I have a friend that lives near it, so I've, like, driven by it. Anyways, long story short, um, my favorite part is when they're arguing about Hamlet, and it's just, just it's like Hamlet's dead. To thine own self be true. <laughs> oh, no, Hamlet didn't say that. That Polonius guy did. And I remember later, later in my years when we started reading Hamlet and Shakespeare, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's true. Polonius really did say that. <laughs> no, her argument, even her argument in the very beginning of the movie when she's debating um, the, uh, what is her name, Brittany? Uh, no, no, no. Um, Oh, what is her name? Amber. Amber, yeah. When yes. she's debating Amber in the beginning of the movie, even, like, actually rewatched that movie not too long ago, and I'm like, that wasn't that bad really of an argument. That bad of an argument, exactly. It, it doesn't say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> exactly. 
Although, fun fact, everything I read says that, like, she really did, like, just accidentally pronounce patients incorrectly, and nobody corrected her because they just thought it fit with the character so well when she <laughs> called them the Hadians. <laughs> yeah. Right? Good. But it's true. If the government could just get to the kitchen and rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Haitians. <laughs> Okay, that movie is really good. Now I need to watch it again. I also own it. I don't. Oh. I don't think I own it. I do, and now I also own Drop Dead Gorgeous because I bought it online. It took me like three weeks for it to be delivered. <laughs> so necessary. My husband had never heard of it, seen it, nothing. He went in totally blind, and he I, was just like, "This is messed up." <laughs> to this day, keep saying most smartest like, <laughs> all the time is one of my favorite phrases oh my mom and I uh like to yell at each other like uh every once in a while the the character and she's like David's gay mom yay <laughs> so, oh. well <laughs> so well done so well done oh man Brittany Murphy oh. Brittany Murphy I love her she was such a great 90s actress. <laughs> she really was. Oh, rest her soul. Oh, man. Well, that's the 45 minutes. Yes, it is. It's just a little over. We, we did yeah. good. We barely talked about the 90s, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it was an overarching theme. <laughs> it really was, yeah. <laughs> you know, people from Wenatchee will really understand what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I think probably most of our fan base is actually uh, from Winnetka. It's mostly like our family and friends. Yeah, which is. Yeah. If there's any strangers out there that aren't from Winnetka, like, I apologize. But also shout out to us because we want to know you're there. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. us on Instagram and yeah, interact can, with us. Yeah. I'll post a picture of Jenny and I'll, yeah. Yeah, CMOW04, call me on Wednesday. If you type that yeah. in, you should be able to find us. Um, yeah. And I'll also, our Gmail account, if you want to email us, mm-hmm. is post- call me on Wednesday at gmail.com. I think so. Call me on Wednesday04 at gmail.com. I think so. We'll okay. try both and see what fits. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 04. Send it yeah. to call me on Wednesday04 at gmail.com. Yeah. I'll post a picture of Ginny in her butterfly clip. I also have, like, from the, the the Inspiration Fit tanks that I talked about on our shopping episode, mm-hmm. um, I have a 90s set. Nice. I was wearing the, I was wearing one of them yesterday, and it has, a, like, the frame from Friends, the, mm-hmm. like, the eye hole frame. And yeah. it says, how you doing. Nice. I also have a Jesse in the Rivers tank top. I will take a picture of my uh, collection of Buffy the Vampire DVDs. Why? To rub it in? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have to sit here and watch it on Hulu and there's commercials. Look, I own it, man. I mean, blame Jake. I went to buy it on sale for like $75 years ago, but it was on Netflix at the time. And we all thought that everything was going to be on Netflix forever. Well, it wasn't. No. It's not. But, you know, Buffy is a great way to end our 90s episode. Right? 
she's like, I mean, I think she ended in the 2003 or something like that, 2003, 2004. I think so. But, I, turned, I turned and looked at Devin the other day out of the blue, like just turned around and looked at her and was like, name a television episode ever that was as good as Hush. None. Yeah. It won an it, Emmy. It, it was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, All right. we will figure out what we're going to talk about next week, like an hour before we start. <laughs> Right. I mean, this time it was pretty. Yeah, it was you know, it, <laughs> if we have any listeners out there, throw us some ideas. We'd love ideas right we now love, during coronavirus. We don't love to think that much. We would no. love to be told what to talk about. Yeah, I had a I had a long day full of frustrating internet problems. So I had a lot of work. I don't want to think of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll talk about stuff. I love talking about stuff. Same. Almost as much as I like buying stuff. <laughs> I don't know that I love anything as much as buying. <laughs> drinking stuff? I also like drinking stuff. I also like drinking stuff. But first you have to buy stuff to drink it. That's true. True story. <laughs> All right. Well, call me, call me on Wednesday. I'll call you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.